welcome to Dance Matters Podcast, the place where we talk all things dance and the performing arts industry. A place where we share knowledge and real stories from people in the industry in the hope of inspiring and educating. We are your hosts, Kaylee and Charlie. As we head back to school and back to dance, we thought we would chat to a person who's all about inspiring and including people through the magic of dance. Amy Tosca is the founder and owner of Groove Nation. Groove Nation is a company she founded after sitting through another daggy bush dance performance with unengaged children. At this point, she decided that it was time schools had access to quality dance programs. A dancer all her life, Amy knew the benefits that dance could bring to every child if it was taught in the right manner. Growing up training in all styles, Amy completed full-time ballet training before later going on to complete a Bachelor of Science majoring in Psychology and Nutrition. She also later completed a Bachelor of Primary Teaching. Amy now spends her time sharing her passion of dance through her Groove Nation company, a company designed to support teachers, foster student diversity and inspire creativity and confidence. Welcome, Amy Tasker. Hi Amy, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. You are the owner of Groove Nation, a company that supplies dance programs to primary school students throughout New South Wales. But can you take us back to where your love of dance first began? Yeah, that's right. So I started dancing when I was three years old at Leonie Renee and Joanne Hopping Academy of Dance in Miranda, which isn't around anymore. I did ballet, but I would say my love of dance probably started before. I looked up to my older cousin who was a beautiful ballet dancer. Miss Joanne Hawking was my first ever ballet teacher and she ended up being like a second mom to me growing up. I just adored her. So that's where my dancing story began. What dance training did you do as you were growing up? So I did start out with ballet and then I begged mum and dad to let me do jazz. I also did some contemporary and lyrical when I was a bit older, but it was always ballet that was my favourite. I just loved the discipline involved and Miss Jo was the most magical and nurturing ballet teacher who really fostered my love of that style. And then from Miss Jo's, I went on to further my ballet studies with Miss Hilary Kaplan at Allegria Dance Studios, who was such a kind-hearted and exceptionally talented ballet teacher. She's responsible for training some of the most amazing professional and upcoming ballet dancers and she is just a treasure chest of technical knowledge. And then after Allegria, I decided I wanted to do some full-time ballet and I was lucky enough to receive a scholarship at a cool ballet studios, as it was known back then, under the direction of Ashley Killer and Jane Allen and I started my full-time ballet training there. What did dance give you growing up? Why did you feel it was a good activity to be involved in? Dance gave me so much growing up. I would definitely say I wouldn't be where I am today without dance. It taught me so many values. It's time management, dedication, self-discipline, perseverance, creativity, teamwork, and I think most importantly, resilience. In life, things don't always fall your way. So dance teaches you not to take rejection or criticism personally and instead gracefully improve. And I think that's a valuable lesson for absolutely everybody. There's a quote, growth and comfort do not coexist. And three of my best friends in the world are from my days of full-time ballet and my other friends I grew up dancing with or competing against. We just seem to have this special bond. It could be years since we've spoken, but that bond is there is almost impossible to explain to non-dancers. And you say you went on to full-time ballet training. What did you do after that? So I actually completed most of my HSC via correspondence while I was doing full-time ballet. I used to do schoolwork 
during the three hour round trip to ballet and then get home and do more schoolwork. So I decided that I wanted to properly finish my HSC at school and give myself some uni options. So I returned to high school. That was a pretty rough transition going from really venturing out of the ballet studio to being thrown into the final terms of year 12 at my local high school. I've never felt more sheltered in my life and I miss my ballet friends. But I finished my HSC and then went on to the Uni of Wollongong to complete a Bachelor of Science majoring in Psychology and Nutrition. I'd just seen a lot of issues in my ballet years surrounding healthy eating habits and my goal was to go and work with the young dancers in this area. I felt that there was there were some warped perceptions when I was growing up um, surrounding, as I said, healthy eating habits, particularly when I was doing full-time ballet. And... I felt like I didn't necessarily have the knowledge or understanding that I needed surrounding those topics either. And I'd seen and experienced a couple of issues and I just really felt strongly about working with dancers in those areas. And that's why I went and did that degree at the time. Do you think that's changed at all? I do think that's changed. I think these days there's so much more available information with access to social media and the internet and I just think there's a healthier perception and healthier information out there for young dancers these days. And we have a lot of dancers training really hard at young ages and going off to do full-time kind of training while doing their studies via correspondence like you kind of did. Why do you think it's still important to keep up your education? I have two university degrees. I completed my Bachelor of Science Psychology and Nutrition and then I went on to complete my Bachelor of Teaching after I started running Groove Nation and I think that growing up I just thought if I could be a principal dancer in a ballet company I would have made it and I would have but like with any elite athlete you do need to think about what life would look like when it's time to hang up the point shoes or god forbid you get injured or your career ends early so in my experience good dancers are also very smart and all-round great people so even if you want to open your own dance studio one day you need to be able to do accounts marketing sales communicate with your customers and having extra qualifications under your belt I think is essential now you went and did those university degrees were you still dancing at the time I was teaching at the time so I would from time to time go and do a couple of classes but primarily I was teaching at dance studios and you opened up Groove Nation as you mentioned earlier what led you to creating that program yeah so I actually started Groove Nation with one of my old bosses from a dance studio I taught at that she left not long after we started Groove Nation and I continued to grow the business. So I remember being in Cronulla one day and watching a couple of dance performances, school dance performances on stage and thought there has got to be something better. So I did some real research and realised there were a few big providers of school dance but nothing at the time that seemed to really support the actual school teachers. So it's not too hard to go into a school and teach a dance to a group of kids who sign up. External dance teachers have been doing that for years, but it's another thing to go and run a curriculum-based program and really cater for all abilities. So I just really wanted to foster the diversity within every student at school, regardless of whether they dance or not. And I also really never wanted to see another Daggy Bush dance again. Can you explain to us essentially what Groove Nation is? Yeah, so Groove Nation is a small business and we provide dance programs in primary schools. We have eight different programs that we offer now from school dance groups through to year six farewell there's special events like musicals we're a team of up to 10 teachers who go out and visit primary schools and work with the school on their special dance needs it's the best job ever we feel like a little family 
of dance fairies spreading the joy of dance to kids in the schools. It's awesome. And where are some of the places you teach that program? So we started in the Sutherland Shire because that's where I live. The very first school I taught at, I'm still at today, and the kids I taught at that school are now in year eight. But since then, we've extended throughout the St George and southwestern Sydney regions and the eastern suburbs in the west. And next year, we're starting to work with some schools down in Wollongong and the south coast areas, which I'm super excited about. Why do you think it's important for all children to have the opportunity to participate in dance? I honestly believe that dance doesn't discriminate. Kids start dancing before they can even talk. You don't stop dancing because you grow old. You grow old because you stop dancing. And I'm just really passionate about sharing the love of dance with any student and also working with students with additional needs. We work with lots of students in support units and special needs schools. And I also think there's a lot of students who would miss out on dance if it wasn't for our programs. So whether it's financial reasons or their location, their cultural values, or the fact that mum and dad just cannot get them from school to dance after school because they're working or life's just busy. So there's also those students that don't feel comfortable to join a dance class. And I see them crack a smile in our big year group classes. And then sometimes they decide to join the school representative group next year. So I just think there's plenty of kids who wouldn't know dance was there thing if they never got the opportunity to do it. So what do you think that dance provides to children? I know it's part of the curriculum. How do you bring a new approach to it to make it easier for teachers and more fun, enjoyable for the students? So I know what dance gave me and I think aside from there's the physical fitness, the social, the emotional skills, there's all that side of things but I think there's something much greater in it for kids. I think it gives students the opportunity to develop attributes that serve them well throughout their life, like resilience, and also allows them to contribute to the life of others. So you can never have too much perseverance, resilience, or self-discipline. And finding something that ignites that creative genius within you is important to everyone, and dance could just ignite that spark for many. They just need to be given the opportunity to do it. You have done some adjudicating. How do you find that experience? I absolutely love adjudicating. I love seeing such a diverse range of performances my favorite would be the 15 or and over or open age contemporary section but I also particularly love the four and under sections I cannot believe how crazily talented some three four-year-olds are it's insane do you think now that kids are training more than when you were growing up or did you do a lot of hours when you were young I did a lot of hours I recall there being a time where I used to see Miss Joe my ballet teacher more than I would see my mum during the week so I definitely did a lot of hours but that was when I was older and I think kids are doing a lot of hours when they're young now and that's great but we need to make sure it's it's safe and they're not pushed beyond their limits because we don't want those injuries happening too early on if we can avoid it or ever. Do you have a certain style? Is it one positive to one constructive criticism? I think it often depends on the style. I get a bit picky with ballet because that's my thing but I do I like to give the positive feedback because I just think it's just so brave and great that you're up there in the first place giving it a go so good on you and I like to give a couple of positive but I also think it's good to give at least one or two constructive comments there too to give everyone something to work on. What is your favourite style to dance? My favourite style is still definitely ballet. I have a three-year-old daughter so I find myself back to doing demi-plies on the the bar 
and it's still my favourite. What is the hardest style to adjudicate? I think the hardest style to adjudicate is probably one of your strongest styles, Charlie, because of your stage presence. It's lyrical. Whilst there's a big technical component, I think it comes down to personal choice so often because it depends on how a dancer expresses themselves and how connected the audience or the adjudicator feel to that performance stage presence. Why do you think it's important to use current songs in Groove Nation? We just really want kids to have fun and be able to sing along as they dance. I know there's some students in schools that don't particularly like dance, but at least I hope they can enjoy the music. I really like finding new music and I judge it by if it makes me feel excited on my daily run, then it's a good one for class. So it's hard to find appropriate songs these days, but we've become pretty handy at editing and finding remixes over the last few years. I've done Groove Nation at school and the instructors are always so enthusiastic. What training do all your instructors have? I'm so lucky to work with the best dance teachers at Groove Nation, I have to say. So some of our instructors are qualified school teachers, but Absolutely everybody who joins our team has had at least a few years of experience teaching dance and have danced most of their lives. We have our own training program when teachers first join Groove Nation that our teachers go through. There's so much to learn, but a big thing for us is properly training our teachers to go out and spread the Groove Nation magic. We mostly choose teachers based on their personality and, of course, their creative flair, but their personality is a big one. They need to be able to command a group of up to 200 kids in a hall at once. What advice would you have for dancers who have picked up dancing later in life and are afraid they can't catch up to those who have started earlier? I would say to them that I learned to tap when I was 19. It's never too late to learn a new skill. If you truly want something in life, I think that you'll make it happen. There's no such thing as too late. What is the main thing you look for as an adjudicator? I have to say, because of my ballet background, the first thing I look for is pointed feet and turnout. It might sound simple but it's just a bit of a killer for me when I see routines with everything going for them except they're lacking that technique. What is your pet hate in routines? Apart from unpointed feet and unturned out legs I have to say my pet hate is seeing too much acro in contemporary routines or contemporary routines that look like a jazz dance put to contemporary style music. I just think contemporary should be about exploring and inventing movement and creating those lines and shapes and yes of course you've still got the technique and that side of things but I don't want to see a jazz routine just put to contemporary music. Do you allow a little bit of acro? Are you totally against acro and contemporary or it just needs to flow with the dance? No, not at all. Not, I think acro can 100% complement a routine, but it needs to surprise you. I think it needs to pop out of nowhere and flow with the movement. Well, Amy, where can people find out more information about the Groove Nation program? Sure, you can check out our socials. Our Instagram handle is at Groove Nation Australia or our website is Groove Nation com.au or we offer trials in primary schools so if anyone's interested in getting some info for their school feel free to get in touch with us and if we're looking at schools wanting to book you in what part of the curriculum does it specifically target we cover the creative arts component of the curriculum so anything relating to dance we help out if you need something and it's dance based we're your people and you can also like you said you offer some other programs for year six farewells and things do you want to explain a little bit more about that sure so we go into a school and work with stage three or just year six 
in the lead up to their farewell so that on the night everybody has a common ground where they can get together on the dance floor and we actually go and lead the farewell on the night. We provide the lighting, we set up the music so the teachers can sit back and relax and we dance with the kids on the dance floor most of the night and it's inclusive for everybody. Because you teach the kids a routine that they build upon each week, we've used that as like an open day performance for the school so it's really good in that way too. I like to call them instant items because we work on everything and we get everything organised so that on the day we just press play and off the kids go and the teachers can hopefully sit back and relax and enjoy watching their students perform. And are you ever hiring for those people who are dancers out there looking for work? All the time. So if you're interested in working with Groove Nation, please get in contact with me. We only work within primary schools, so it's daytime work during the week. And you're also available for adjudication if people need you for an adjudicator? I absolutely love adjudicating, so if anybody needs an adjudicator, please get in touch with me. Great. Well, thank you so much for chatting with us, Amy. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thanks, Amy, so much for joining us. And thanks to everyone for listening. Make sure you head over to Groove Nation to see how they can bring life into your school dance program. It's lots of fun, and I love doing Groove Nation lessons at my school. So make sure you check them out at www.groovenation.com.au. Remember, you can find all of our previous episodes on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. Don't forget to head over to My Diva Squad to check out their amazing bags and dance accessories. Keep dancing. And remember, listen, love and learn. Catch you next time. Bye. Bye.